Good morning, it's Friday, the 10th day of March. Here's your local news from the News Tribune. You can get all the news that didn't make today's paper in our e-edition product. Tacoma now offers the latest stories with the familiar look of the News Tribune but without the deadlines. Check it out at liveeedition.thenewstribune.com. Friday we'll see showers in the morning with some clearing in the afternoon. High temperatures will reach the low 50s through the weekend. Nighttime lows will fall into the upper 30s. Saturday is forecast to be partly cloudy, with rain returning on Sunday. Now on with today's top stories. Former Seattle Supersonics star Sean Kemp has been released from the Pierce County Jail following reports on Wednesday of an altercation between cars at the Tacoma Mall devolving into gunfire and the NBA legend's subsequent arrest by police. The prosecuting attorney's office declined to file charges on Thursday and requested the Tacoma Police Department investigate further. Jail records show Kemp, age 53, was released at about 1 p.m. An attorney for Kemp wrote in a statement to news media that his client's car was broken into Tuesday night and he tracked his stolen iPhone to a car in the Tacoma Mall parking lot that had people inside on Wednesday. Kemp was trying to get his phone back when someone in the car shot at Kemp, who returned fire in self-defense. Kemp remained in the parking lot and cooperated with police after the other car fled. Kemp played eight seasons with the Sonics and was a six-time NBA All-Star. Thousands of people visit the Tacoma Mall without incident each year to shop or eat, but the police department said last month the property is one of its most vexing hotspots for street violence and has made the area a focus of its plan to reduce crime. In recent years, the mall has seen the highest number of violent street crime reports, defined by the police department as non-domestic violence homicides, aggravated assaults, robberies and other weapons violations, in the city since January 2020, according to an analysis of crime statistics by the News Tribune. 91 violent street crime incidents were reported at the mall's address through the end of last year, data show. The Tacoma Rescue Mission had the second most reports connected to its address, with 55. The South Hosmer Street Quality Inn and St. Joseph Medical Center had 49 each. Of the incidents at the mall since 2020, 5 involved homicides, 64 involved aggravated assaults and 20 involved robberies, according to police department data. The police department remains in phase 1 of its plan to reduce violent street crime high-visibility hotspot patrols. The strategy involves police officers, primarily those who volunteer to work overtime, parking with their lights flashing at hotspots, the majority of which are commercial properties. Washington State moved one step closer Wednesday to launching a new and broad examination of its commercial aviation future and restarting a process that put three rural areas in the South Puget Sound firmly in the middle of it. Bipartisan legislation to supplant the Commercial Aviation Coordinating Commission. A state-created group tasked in 2019 with recommending a location for a new major airport, passed the House by an 88-9 vote. House Bill 1791 now moves to the Senate for consideration. Last fall, the CAC set off a firestorm when it narrowed a list of potential airport locations to three greenfield sites in Pierce and Thurston counties as it sought a solution for a projected shortfall in Washington's commercial flight capacity. The legislation would immediately replace the CAC and shield neighbors around Graham. Roy and East Olympia from the prospect that a two-runway airport could be built in their backyards. Under the bill, a new work group would analyze the strengths and weaknesses of an expanded list of potential airport sites as part of its comprehensive review. The proposed CAC successor would have to explicitly exclude any location incompatible with nearby military operations such as Joint Base Lewis-McCord. The girlfriend of the man accused of killing someone at a Tacoma homeless encampment in November has been charged as an accomplice to the crime. Ivory Lynch-Johnson, age 23, was charged Wednesday in Pierce County Superior Court with murder, assault and robbery in the shooting death of the victim, identified thus far by only his initials, MP, court records show. Prosecutors allege that Lynch Johnson drove the getaway vehicle after her boyfriend, 
Jarmal Packard, age 25, purportedly fired a single shot at the victim's chest following an argument over pain pills and money on November 21st. House lawmakers voted on mostly party lines late Wednesday night to ban assault weapons in the state of Washington. House Bill 1240 would prohibit the manufacture, importation, distribution, sale, or offer for sale of any assault weapon. Some exceptions for licensed firearm manufacturers and dealers are baked into the legislation. The bill would not regulate possession for Washingtonians who currently own an assault weapon. Violations of the proposed legislation would be a gross misdemeanor, which can include jail time up to 364 days and a fine of no more than $5,000. The bill defines assault weapons in several ways including, semi-automatic rifles with an overall length of less than 30 inches, semi-automatic centerfire rifles with a fixed magazine with the capacity to accept more than 10 rounds and conversion kits and parts that can be used to assemble an assault weapon or convert a firearm into an assault weapon, if the parts are in the possession of or under the control of the same person. The bill will now head to the Senate for consideration. If passed by the Senate and signed by Inslee, the legislation would go into effect immediately. A 40-year-old man who killed a Kitsap County couple after he broke into their Olaya home last year was sentenced Wednesday to decades in prison for their murders. Sean D. Rose pleaded guilty in Kitsap County Superior Court to two counts of first-degree murder for killing Stephen and Mina Schulz on August 18, 2022, prosecutors said. According to court records, the couple was found dead from gunshot wounds in a garbage can on their property that afternoon. Judge Jennifer Forbes ordered Rose to serve 66 years, two months in prison. The punishment, which included firearm sentencing enhancements, was toward the lower end of the standard sentencing range for defendants prosecuted in similar cases. The maximum sentence would have been life in prison. Deputy Prosecuting Attorney Alexander Tacos said the killings were essentially a burglary gone wrong. In a brief phone call, Tacos said the burglary was interrupted, and instead of leaving, Rose decided to kill the couple. Local reporting is the heart of the free press. Help support it with a digital or print subscription to the News Tribune. Visit TNT Offers for more information.